Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today. I am here in Pittsburgh, PA. Been giving some talks to the medical examiner's office and other agencies from around the area that they are piping in. It's been a great time. Now, yesterday, when I got finished with the talk, I was able to make my way over to Beaver, Pennsylvania. Beaver is an old, small town on the confluence of the Beaver and Ohio rivers. Very interesting history. My, my kids will think this is cool. Before it was settled by the pioneers, it was home to the Shawnee Indians, then the Mingo and Delaware Indians, and fought over during the French and Indian War. Had a revolutionary war era fort there. A lot of history in this western part of Pennsylvania, about 30 miles west of Pittsburgh. Now, why was I here? Why was I in Beaver? Why did I visit? Because that is where my grandfather built the house that my dad lived in when he was a little boy. And I didn't even realize this until I got there. It is where my great-grandfather in 1890 built a house. I was going to meet a cousin of my dad's because they had my great-grandfather's workbox that he kept all his tools in. He was a carpenter by trade. And they were at the point they wanted someone to have it who might use it. My boys have been getting into carpentry lately, and I thought it might be kind of a neat thing for them to have to pass down. So I met him there at what had been my grandfather's house to pick it up because, funny enough, the way things worked back then, I'm sure, more often than not, 1942, my grandfather, with his own hands, built this house. And then in 1948, sold it to his little brother, who then lived in it until just recently. He passed away a few years ago. Um, his wife just passed away, and now his children were selling the home. So after 60 years or more, it was finally being sold. I don't know what it cost my grandfather to build it, but he sold it to his little brother in 48 for $9,000. And it just sold for the asking price of $225,000. Now, I got to take a tour of it. You can see pictures of it on my Instagram account if you want to go check it out. But it was amazing walking through it to see how much of it was still there from 1942. The doors were original. The cabinets were original. The door handles of thick metal were original. We went down into the basement that he must have dug by hand huge basement in that house. We went upstairs. When he built it, he built it for my dad's grandma to live upstairs. So it was kind of like an apartment. And later they converted it to, you know, bedrooms for the kids when his little brother bought it. But we got to go upstairs. I got to see what originally had been the apartment for, I guess, would have been my great grandma on that side of the family. Just an amazing thing. And I couldn't help but be humbled by it. <laughs> Because I, I think of the issues that we tackle nowadays and problems that we seem to have. And I thought to myself, he needed a house 
So he drew up the plans and built it with his own hands. Now, I'm sure he had a little help, but he probably didn't do what a lot of people do nowadays who build their own home, which usually just means you kind of are your own contractor and you sub it out to people. He built that home. He made those cabinets, the garage behind it, everything. Go to, go to my Instagram account. I mean, I mean the, the house is in remarkable shape. I mean, it sold at or above market value for all the homes in the just beautiful little neighborhood in Beaver where it's at. So after I toured that, I'm talking to my dad's cousin, Glenn, and comes up to just down the street was the house that my great-grandfather built in 1890 and used the workbox that he gave me to build the house. So we go down there, and there it is. Now, I must say, I had to keep my cool. The people living in it haven't exactly kept it up like they should, but it's there. This solid Victorian home, simple, you know, simple Victorian, 10-foot ceilings, had originally been on a, you know, a huge lot from what we were told by the current owners at one time. It had been like a farm. It had been like the main farmhouse in town. And you're looking at it, and you're thinking, in 1890, Lord have mercy, that's 130 years ago. Somebody in my family built that house with their hands. And this is really cool. I guess I'm going to get a picture in the mail with, like, the house and the box, and then my great-grandfather standing by it. You see his tools in it. And get this, I didn't even know this. His, you know what he was named? Benjamin Franklin. How about that? Who names their kids Benjamin Franklin anymore? What a cool thing. Then after I left there, I, 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 I went down to the river, as they put it on River Road, where there were homes even older than that, 1820s, 1830s. I think Beaver was established and something around 1800, 1802, approximately. And uh, there's homes there from the 1820s, 1830s, 1840s, just really, really, really old. The Beaver River is just gorgeous, like out of a movie. Hills, trees, meets the Ohio, these huge bridges. Anyway, it was just a special trip. And I wanted to share that with you because it, 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 it was good for me to see I spend so much time on these podcasts talking about things like building family, doing things that matter, living deeply. And when you talk about that a lot, and that's kind of the focus of the podcast, you can't help but wonder, like, are you talking about it too much? Are you taking it too seriously? Are you being too cynical looking at the world about how people are? And I see that, and it just reinforces what I believe. The importance of doing and building things that matter. The importance of family. Th there is no connection like blood going back, seeing what your ancestors did. Learning from what they struggled with. Learning from how hard they worked. It seems the older I get, the more I understand that some of the things you learn when you're young, you hear, but you don't really own them. Like, just work hard. You get up, you work hard, what ends up happening? You build a house that you pass down to your little brother who then lives in it for 70 years. And it makes a community. It makes things that last and that matter.
and I'm talking to Glenn about the house and he's telling me about pictures he has growing up and what the house was like. His dad, Ralph, he was a pilot in World War II. We're sitting there talking and he tells me how he's got pictures that that he was the photographer for his unit in World War II. So besides being a pilot, he's got all these incredible pictures of the war. Can you imagine what that is like? And his son has them. And I'm sitting there and, you know, years and years and years ago, my grandfather moved from here to Ohio to Indiana. I never got to sit down and have a long talk with Ralph. I wished I would have. I never got to see those pictures. I'm going to try to the next time I go to Florida. Folks, it isn't just a slogan. When I end every show with these words, until next time, aim high. Spread your wings and keep your eyes that thing on things that matter. I mean it. I mean it. I felt more alive walking through the house my grandfather built. I felt greater love for him, greater understanding. It motivated me to do things. It motivated me to be a better father. It motivated me to build things that last, to leave behind a legacy, to love people, to be a great dad, to be a better husband, to be focused on my work and treat every talk and every class like it might be the last one I give or it might be the most important thing someone in there is going to hear. Man, that is life. That is living that is living down on the river's edge. Oh, the life back then without our all the technology today, living on the river, seeing the boats go by, the steel industry, powering World War II, building our country, the builders, the engineers of our greatest generation. What a blessing to spend a little time in the midst of their ghosts that aren't quite ghosts because some of those homes are there. Some of what they left behind are there. And what I thought was just going to be a short little trip to pick up a box gave me a good reminder and a kick in the butt on what matters. Motivated me to keep bringing this to you. So maybe you might want to take a trip. Visit your ancestors. If you don't have any ancestors nearby, visit some things that are old. Think about what generations before us did, built, crafted, sacrificed for. Let it motivate you to leave behind a legacy to your kids, to your family. Something that long after you're gone, they can stumble across it, visit it. And say, hey, that's what grandma did. That's what grandpa did. It don't have to be some crazy thing. It's not a Facebook thing. I mean, it, it might be a, a little garage you build. It might be a book you write, story you tell. It might just be a lot of love. It might be remembering stories at bedtime. Good food in the kitchen. Taking the time to take you hunting or fishing or biking, or just telling stories at night. There's lots of ways to leave a legacy. There's lots of ways to leave memories and thoughts behind. 
that matter. But you know what? It's like building a house. There's a lot of work to build that house. Can you imagine digging out a basement by hand? Framing a house by hand yourself? Putting up the walls, doing the wiring? That was a day-to-day. Don't look too far in the future or you'll get depressed about how much work you got to do. Just take care of what's right in front of you. And then one day, there it is. There's the house. And life is kind of the same way. It might not feel like it now. You might be tired at the end of the day when it comes time to spend some time with your kids. You might be tired going into the weekend when maybe you need to carve out a little bit of time with your wife to go on a date. You might be tired of fighting the good fight, tired of getting up for church, whatever it is, but it's worth it. You're building something. If you're struggling, if you're doing the right things, you're building something, you're leaving a legacy. It will impact people long after you are gone. It is worth it. It's worth it. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. Like a little town in Pennsylvania. Beaver. We're a legacy of hard work and love and sacrifice. Stands tall 130 years after it started. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you, Great Grandpa. I will not forget. Till next time, I'm your host, Silawan. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.